Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Actually, I hope COVID doesn't take over any more than it has, right? That's definitely the way we want to say it. We are on the journey to week nine of the NFL season, which begins tonight between the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk about the 49ers quarterback that just can't stay healthy and missing this matchup with Aaron Rodgers, old number 12, as Key said. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin here presented by Progressive Insurance. But first... The greatest 49er quarterback of all. Weighing in on the Adam Schefter podcast. Adam will be here, by the way, at 8.45 a.m. Eastern. Joe Montana, folks, is 64 years old. But hey, Tom Brady grew up dreaming of being Joe Montana. Was at the NFC Championship game key in 1981. The catch, Montana to Clark. And if Brady can play at the age of 43, I mean, why can't Joe Cool return at the age of 64? Uh, I started running again and started throwing. <laughs> I'm going to make a comeback at 64, I think. <laughs> yeah, you're, so you're running and you are training to come back as an NFL quarterback. Is that? I just want to make sure we get our facts straight so I can report this on ESPN here. Oh, uh, geez. I wish I could. I, I've had my share of surgery, Adam. I'm not sure I can run from here to my front door. <laughs> <laughs> Then again, he was never fleet of foot, so we're not going to hang him on on the front door. No, thing. Montana was nice, though. Montana was nice. You think, I mean, he's not as fleet of foot of his, as his successor. Well, no, but he still can move around. He can move around. He wasn't a running quarterback, but Montana was so, man, he was butter. I feel like I got cheated in my NFL career. When you start, you know, you start thinking about, like, Montana's and Brady's, you just get jealous of these dudes that was able to play with those type of guys. Man, it's just Montana... You know, obviously Brady is one of the best of all times, but growing up in California and being there and being able to see Montana just flaw it was like flawless. And then as I started to grow and get older and started to really look at professional football as a opportunity for myself, I really started watching and really understanding football. Man, that dude was ridiculous. Key, I feel like for me when I when I started really paying attention to basketball, a guy like Zeke, right? Isaiah Thomas, because I wasn't going to be 6'5", wasn't going to be 6'6". Well, you just I, Yeah, but you can still make a lot of money and do my thing and still be one of the best guards. But it was about the nuances, the details. What details did you see that Joe Montana had that really made him stand out once you got into the nuances of the game? Well, it's more like it's just he was cool. He was just like wasn't – there was no panic that set in. He got knocked around. He got knocked around. I remember I think it was a giant game in a playoff game. He got knocked around a lot, but he never, never bounced. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He never bowed down to the situation. And every pass was like a handoff. And as a receiver, you want that. You want a quarterback that's delivering the ball to you in your hands, in your gut, so you can take it and run with it. And that was him. It was just like, like, damn, man, he good? You know, you're just looking at it. It's like, he's good? Mm. So for those young enough, and we'll move on to the 49ers' current day quarterback, who won't be their current quarterback tonight, Joe Montana, he had the Jordan thing, right? Remember Jordan, 6-0 and in the finals, six MVPs. Yeah. Joe Montana, four Super Bowls, 4-0, and and never threw a pick. Zubin, he's your goat, right? I heard you say this on our show before. He's your goat. 4-0 and in the biggest stage in the world, never threw a pick in the Super Bowl. He left and San Francisco. He left San Francisco, went to Kansas City, had him in the AFC Championship game. Right. And it's the old saying, if you can trade Gretzky, you can trade Montana, yeah. everybody Everybody can go. 100%. A great trip down memory lane there for Joe Montana. The memories for Jimmy G, we might have to start stacking them up because there may not be too many left here. We're not going to get Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers 
Tonight, we're going to get Aaron Rodgers and Nick Mullins. Key, Jay mentioned it's the second time Garoppolo's been hurt. They are not on the hook for any money next year. There would be a $2.8 million dead money cap hit, which is a pittance in the NFL, but size it up tonight. It was going to be Garoppolo and Rodgers, and now it's Rodgers and Nick Mullins. Well, it's a simple formula. Look at the Minnesota Viking tape from a week ago and see if you can duplicate running the football and limiting uh, Nick Mullins' throws and hope that you can get Aaron Rodgers on the ground, and that's how you can win if you're San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan's done a tremendous job, as far as I'm concerned, getting the four victories despite not having the 53-man roster he came into the season with. A lot of guys on IR, things are happening to the organization. They're going to be without their two top receivers again tonight in Brandon Ayuk Ayuk and Debo Samuels. So Mm -hmm. they're going to be without those two guys, out without Kittle. So you, that's three of their top weapons on offense. So it's kind of like, what do you do? You go back, you look at the tape, and you say, you know what? We're going to limit our mistakes on offense with Nick. We're not going to allow him to throw the ball all over the lot. We're going to run the football, and we're going to try to play defense and get Aaron Rodgers on the ground. Every time I watch a 49er game, I just walk away more and more amazed at the brilliance of Kyle Shanahan, right? Mm-hmm. So I know we talk about the Jets a lot, and you hear Joe Douglas describe Adam Gase as a brilliant offensive mind. No, that guy's in San Francisco. And that's Kyle Shanahan. So I think how we describe this narrative moving forward, hey, the 49ers are playing the Packers today. No, Kyle Shanahan is playing the Packers today. And I would agree with you, Zubin, that you said in the the 7 o'clock hour that if if he finds a way to get this team to seven wins, he has to be coach of the year, right? I mean, with the depletion of injuries that this team has had, Jimmy G being hurt, George Kittle out for, you know, what, six to eight weeks, something like that. Should be eight for him, maybe six for Jimmy G. Everybody pretty much being decimated. on yeah, the, the season's over at that point, though. Six and eight, the yeah. season's pretty Done. much over. Right. Unless you're one and seven in rally. I was about to say, <laughs> unless you're one and seven. I was about to say, when he said that Kyle Shanahan is the coach of the year, I was about to say, well, unless you're one and seven, did you get to the playoffs? We got to give it to Joe Judge. Can I we say something random, to though? You know, we always end up talking about the Jets here and what, what they should do. Can you imagine if Sam Darnold played for the San Francisco 49ers? Can you imagine if a guy like that with an arm like that was underneath well, the tutelage of Kyle Shanahan? Yes, yeah, not even the 49ers, right? He could stay where he's at with the Jets, but if he had a Kyle oh, Shanahan, Shanahan calling the plays and putting him in the positions to be successful, that's where you get it right at. I don't, I don't. But you have to think if you're Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers that that would be a target of yours, right? If Jimmy G's, he's not going to be the long term answer. Who's the right? QB to bring there. I mean, it might be. I mean, he he played in the West Coast system in college. He, exactly. So it could be somebody if the Jets are willing to move him. But I don't know that the Jets are willing to move Sam unless it's the right price and all those sort of things. They flirted with Tom Brady last year, so that told you that they were not sold on Jimmy Garoppolo. They flirted with Tom Brady. You just a guy just took you to the Super Bowl on a missed throw. You could have been winning the Super Bowl. And then two months later, or maybe not even two months, who knows when the conversation started, Mm -hmm. you picked up the phone to inquire about Tom Brady. Cold world, Key. And so it's like, you know, and then you had to go back and look at him in his face and be like, yeah, we love you. You're our guy. But yet and still, you're trying to replace him. But Jimmy G had to know what this is. I mean, the writing's all over the wall. Right? Yeah, but it doesn't feel good, though, Jay. Think yeah. about it, though. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, if if Chicago drafts you and you don't have your know, motorcycle accident to derail your career, but you balling, and in year two, 
they go out there and get like some other point guard, like you're a guy, Jay, but then somebody's in free agency they looking at because they want to bring him in to replace you because yeah. you turned the ball over one time. I mean, that's, you know, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. From one time to one day, listen to this, more COVID news. Jeez. The Texans are shutting down their facility for the day after a player tested positive for COVID-19. TV term, Jay will be taping an IA in the commercial. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. Go, go ahead, Jay. Take it away. It's one, play, one player, right? <laughs> that, by the way, according to Adam Schefter, they're just going to close it down for the day. No particular details Smart. on exactly what's going on. If you're wondering, Houston is scheduled to play Jacksonville on Sunday. But right now, the facility, according to Adam Schefter, will be shut down for the day. We shut down the possibility of an Aaron Rodgers-Jimmy G matchup tonight because Jimmy G is still on the mend. We also won't get Haskins and Jones on Sunday. The Washington football team was scheduled to play the New York Giants, although that may not be a bad thing when you consider it. But we're asking you on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, who made a bigger mistake, the Washington football team by drafting Haskins or the Giants by selecting Daniel Jones? We'll get to your calls in a bit. Line them up, 888-729-3776. Or, of course, make it easier, 888-SAY-ESPN, Key J and Z. As well, simply put, bigger faux pas, Haskins, Jones. We'll talk about it. Safe to say when the Seahawks selected this dude in the third round, they have no regrets. Mr. Unlimited on 710 ESPN. It's time for Take Your Pick where we're going to start with Wilson. Essentially, I'm going to give the fellas six great quarterback matchups this weekend. And we'll have the fellas take your pick. Who's going to have the better game? Here we go. Let's start with Mr. Unlimited. Against believe it. Of course, it's Russell Wilson. <laughs> Russell Wilson for sure. Versus anybody? Right? Yeah, I didn't right. even say I mean, the other guys? Especially Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah, but Josh <laughs> Allen hasn't played well here in the last couple games. So Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate. He's moving forward. Russell Wilson all day long. Not even a question. It's a wrap. Lamar Jackson and Phil Rivers. Mm. You know, this is interesting one to me. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson in this situation because I think that the Baltimore Ravens defense will force Phillip Rivers into some mistakes, and it'll get back to the Phillip Rivers of old. Although the last couple games he's played okay to get some Ws. I'm going to go with Phillip Rivers here. I think when he's on top of his game, this Colts team is, is pretty darn good, and their defense can step up to the challenge as well. Not as old as Montana, but Phillip Rivers is old. Teddy Bridgewater and Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I like Teddy. Teddy's a great, great manager of the football. He knows what to do, how to win. I'm comfortable with him. But Patrick Mahomes. I, mean, I love I love these type of questions on tests back in high school, college. I mean, it's easy. Just pencil in Patrick Mahomes. You could put that baby in pen, I think, too. All right, so here's the one because, you know, Key has been all over Derek Carr all year long. Believe and at four and three, he does believe that the Raiders are a Super Bowl contender. I love this one. Derek Carr and the young kid, Justin Herbert. Derek Carr. Derek Carr, I, I think Derek Carr's on to something. You know, he's been – he's played solid. He's might one or two stinkers here along the way, but for the most part, he's been solid. This guy a couple years ago was headed in the right direction as far as being an MVP candidate, getting his team to the playoffs. They lost to Houston when he got hurt, but it's Carr for me. You have to go with Carr. I just can't watch the way the Chargers lose games anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's been, right, it's even, been so tough. The Falcons are like, that's devastating. Uh, that does say something. All right. Tua Tungavailoa, by the way, Tua's brother is going to join us a little bit later this morning against... Cute Kyler. Cute Kyler. Murray. See, I can say his name. Tua Tungavailoa. No problem. Rolls right off the tongue. That sounded almost, That was almost that right. Horrible. That was Tua, almost right. Tua Tungavailoa. 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 There, there you go. go. Tua Tungavailoa. <laughs> there you go. I'm taking Kyler Murray in this situation. Kyler Murray, because I think that 
because of the dual threat possibilities with him, if you stop him from throwing the football, you take away DeAndre Hopkins and try and force him to go to Kristen Kirk or Edmonds or Larry Fitzgerald, he can pull it down and he can run. And it could be very cute. This is the Mighty Mouse matchup. I'm taking Jeez. Kyler in this. What? <laughs> you ain't in it? Huh? Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, come on now. I'm 6'2", kid. 5'11", <laughs> 157. Still can fit into my high school jersey, although I didn't play much. Okay. Uh, by the way, to his brother, Talia, will join us at 9.05 a.m. Eastern. He's now at Maryland, and he actually balled out last week looking good. We'll see what happens with his brother and Kyler Murray. And then the last one, Sunday Night Football, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. I'm going to magically hope that my nephew is playing, and I'm going to take Drew Brees in this situation. Okay. Michael Thomas, what do you think? I'm say you have to take Drew Brees, right, because you have them ranked a better team. To win, no, you right? don't have yeah. to take them. I just... Right. I'm, go, I'm, I'm going Tom Brady in the Bucks. I think the way that last game they played, I don't think that sits well. Because everybody was real quick to say, what's wrong with Tom Brady? Knowing Tom Brady like I've known him, he remembers things like that. Okay. Uh, real quick, any Please. Michael Thomas injury updates? I know it's kind nothing. of a, kind of a waste nothing. of time to even ask I that. I, think yeah. Yeah. I don't know total, why we ask that every day. I don't know anything about anything about anything. You would think he would bring value to the show by giving us Believe insight it. on his family, but he doesn't. <laughs> We're asking the Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin Nation on Twitter. And by the way, for those of you that are still listening, thanks for hanging in. Which team made a bigger mistake in the 2019 draft? The Giants with Daniel Jones or Washington with Dwayne Haskins? This is a timely question because uh, both of these teams are actually set to face each other on Sunday. It's overwhelming. 74% of you said the Washington football team including Jack Adonovich at Jack Adonovich on Twitter, hitting us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Jack saying, quote, think Haskins is the bigger disappointment. Daniel Jones is just trying to prove to everyone that he can play and almost be Tampa key. That's pretty good statement. It's a bookend statement because remember Jones's first game last year, he came in against the Bucks and rallied to them that a huge win in Tampa and nearly knocked off the Bucks on Monday Night Football with Tom Brady. Well, look, he, Here's what I would say about the Haskins-Jones deal. Jones has shown flashes of that he could be an NFL quarterback. I don't think Dwayne Haskins has gotten the benefit of the doubt, and partly because of himself, his own doing. Um, Whenever you get reports of a guy being benched from one to three, tells you there was other things that was going on, like I said. And then reports come out later and study habits, things of that nature. wasn't taking the position serious. In the NFL, quarterback coaches, offensive coordinators, and head coaches, they want the quarterback to do the right thing. Mm. They just that's no matter who it is, they want you to do the right thing. That that's just been the way it's been the entire time. You say, well, what is the right thing? Well, they want you to be the first one in the building, last one out of the building. They want you to say all the right things, talk, walk, say everything the way it is. They don't want you to be who you are. They want you to be robotic. And if you fall outside of that, it just rubs them the wrong way. And, it, and you say, well, well, how could that be? That's not fair. That's just the way they view quarterbacks. Key, on a scale from 1 to 10, how would you rate the talent of Dwayne Haskins? I think he has some talent. But I would have been skeptical of drafting him with only a hand 13 or so games of college football. That, that to me, doesn't – I need more. I need to be able to see more. I can't draft a quarterback, not a skill position player, but a quarterback with the first pick on my team to be my franchise with one year. That experiment, if you just look at the history, 
guys that come out with one year of college football uh, experience at the quarterback spot tend to not pan out. So with Tim being the best, one being the worst as far as talent, how would you rank him? I think he, I think he's probably right in the middle. I think he's a five. five. So yeah. here's my thing: if you're not doing those little things, and if you're a five, ain't going to work. Well, you got to do little gonna, things. You gotta, well, that's you what I'm saying. Like unless you're, uh, if you're, if you're coming out of college and you're a seven, like an eight, a nine, you might have more leeway yeah. to not do those little things because your talent speaks for itself. But if you don't have that talent to be uh, jumping off the page and you're not doing the little because things with the change of regime. That's enough to have you benched. And I know they do it in college ba- or in pro basketball just like they do it in pro football. They set this narrative about who you are. Even though that may not be you. Even though Dwayne Haskins may be young and immature, they've already set a narrative in their minds in the organization that he's hella young and hella immature and he's never going to grow. So they start treating you like a kid. Now, when we saw the shot of him, instead of being on the field kneeling down, he's over there signing autographs last year. That's so immature, and so it sticks in the minds. Even though Coach Rivera wasn't there with him last year, he still saw it. Well, I'm just saying that, that's and awareness, people in the, okay. People in the building said, yeah, this guy, people, hey, you know, he's young. Yeah, he's, he's a little immature. Then when they tell you to come in at 7 o'clock and you walk in the building at 6.50, yeah. it, it, it looks different. Or you, they see you leaving – at 6.50 p.m. instead of 8 p.m., they go, and it stays with them. So he goes from the starter to the third. That that doesn't happen unless you're doing those things. Mm. Right. It's not just poor play. No. Poor practice. No, habits, poor attitude. It's also lack no. of awareness, though, Zubin. Like what are you Kyle supposed Allen to be if you're a quarterback? the world on fire. You're supposed to be aware if you're a quarterback. That's your main tool that – Actually, put you in that position in the first place. It's a great point. But you also, but you also got to know who you're getting at the quarterback spot in his personality and who he is. You can't try to change people. He, that's who he was at Ohio State. You should have knew that, known that when you drafted him. Can I just play devil's advocate for one second? Because you know, for me, I came out of college on a really good team. Came to a bad team Carlos where Puzo the culture there. wasn't there. Right, Luz. so I can't be up there, up here to sit talk about awareness because I had a lack of awareness too when I was 21 years old. Sometimes that's a reflection of the organization, and I can make a case that the whole organization had a lack of awareness as well. That's fair. It could be more of a macro issue. Just can't pin it on. The just kid. saying. Somebody had to draft him after all. Exactly. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. That includes Adam Schefter with some late-breaking news on the shutdown of the Texans facility. Today, due to one positive COVID test, he'll join us at 845. Joining us now is Albert in Florida. Question, simply put, who regrets it more? Washington or the Giants? Haskins or Daniel Jones? Albert in Florida, what do you think? First time, long time. You guys are great. Love what you're doing. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Washington. I'm going to agree with you guys. Uh, Daniel Jones has a lot of upside. He's got to limit the turnovers. It's getting it's getting hard to defend him as a Giants fan constantly. But it, it looks like he's starting to stop fumbling as much, and the interceptions need to slow down a little bit. But Haskins just never seemed like he really wanted to play for Washington, I guess even though he looked like he was really happy to be drafted by him after he smirked at the Giants for not drafting him. Albert. So he should have done something with that. Albert, favorite Bon Jovi song? Favorite Bon Jovi song? Uh, Bad Medicine. Hmm. Did you know that one? 
<laughs> Jay, you knew no, that one, right? I, I it's, never heard it's of like bad medicine. Before. Bad medicine is all I need. That's uh, all I could give you. But again, know. we're not exactly uh, the Grammy committee here. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty <laughs> obvious this morning. Um, I agree with him, though. No, the turnovers Jones. are huge. Are you yeah, a giant fan? I mean, yeah, he, he's not fumbling the ball as much. But, I mean, those him not being patient in the pocket and, like I said the key the other day, getting happy feet when he feels that – that stress from the pressure and feeling the need to force the throw instead of, as Key would always say, throw the ball into the third row. Yeah, it, it looks very different, though, when you're back there in that cockpit, man. I'm, I'm telling you, when them, them bodies go to fly at you, ooh, I didn't throw a pick because of that. Got scared. It's like, ah, take it. I don't want it. <laughs> Again, call us up, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who made a bigger mistake, Washington or New York, with Dwayne Haskins, or Daniel Jones. That's what we're asking for this morning. Coming up next, it's take it or shake it. We got a question, and either the fellas will say, yup, or nope, shake it, get it out of here, including, apropos for tonight, has Jimmy G played his last game with the San Francisco 49ers? That's next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Man, we need to get some more energy with the <laughs> Take it, shake it. Well, that's the programmer. Take it! Or shake it. Brought to you by Granger. All right, here we go. It's pretty easy, right? I'm going to give the guys a scenario. Either they take it or they shake it. I'm 99.9% sure this is Taylor Swift in the background, but I'll never go 100% again. Okay. <laughs> Here we go, fellas. Justin Fields should be drafted ahead of Trevor Lawrence in the upcoming April 2021 NFL draft. Take it or shake it? Shake it. Shake, shake it. it. And here's why I would say that. Because the process is not over yet. It, that That's a hard one because – these guys have got to continue to play. They've got to go to the combine. They've got to be evaluated, not just on college football tape. I need to see them. 
I need to see Trevor Lawrence. I need to talk to him about his family and really dive oh, into that oh, and no. find out oh, no. if he's really down with it. Greg McElroy, where are you? Get back on the show and defend yourself. I would say that we won't see the real version of Trevor Lawrence until when? Zubin? End of December? January? When they get to the co- – or, you know, if that's ACC championship or if that's college football playoffs. So we can't really make that determination until then. But if Justin Fields keep playing the way he's playing right now, he's trending in that it, direction. It, 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 much, I'm glad you said trending because I'm going to say you're hearing people starting to change their thought process slowly. Indeed, including our David Pollock, college football analyst, who threw out the possibility he would go with Fields first over Lawrence. They met last year in the college football playoff. Lawrence got the edge. Who knows? Maybe they'll meet again this year on college football's biggest stage. Jimmy G was not on college football's biggest stage. He played at Eastern Illinois, but he made his hay in the NFL. Jimmy G has played his last game for the 49ers. They play tonight. Take it or shake it. I would take it. Take it! But last game for the 49ers, he may come back this season. Put it this way, it's his last season with the 49ers. Well, it is your game, so you can make the question whatever. No, it, I like it's it. It last season with the San Francisco 49ers because, look, here, here's the deal. Jay Will threw out there, what if the Jets decide they're going to take Fields or Trevor Lawrence or whoever and now Sam Darnold's on the move. And Sam Darnold's on the move, so I'm going to give you a two for him. I paid a two for... For Jimmy Garoppolo, I'll give you a two for Sam Darnold. Or I'll give that two for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan comes to me from the Atlanta Falcons, and now he's back with the guy in Kyle Shanahan that he's had pretty good success with in Atlanta. I'm going to shake it. I just think that Kyle Shanahan is going to find a way to get to seven wins, and his team could find themselves in the playoffs. Indeed. Obviously, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Do, Jimmy G will be the quarterback. That's the way y'all used to dance at Duke. Hey. But you seem like you got the dance down pat. I don't know why you say the way I used to dance. like the 1960s Batman Batusi. Like, what are, you, what are you doing here, bro? Come on. Come on. Last one. Notre Dame will beat Clemson Saturday night under Ooh. the lights in South Bend. Come on, Keith. Shake it. Shake it. I don't want Notre Dame to win, even though Brian Kelly was on our show. I just, I'm, I'm a Trojan. Any, any bad situation for Notre Dame is a good situation for me. I'm going to go with uh, take it. I mean, their, their pass defense is one of the best pass defenses in the country. And uh, Ian Book, nobody talks about him. I know he's not the sexy guy because he doesn't throw over 400 yards, but a very competent, probably the best quarterback to ever play uh, to play underneath Brian Kelly and his regime. I'm going with Notre Dame to win this one. You make a great point. The fact that Notre Dame is top four in the country, one of the legendary brands in college football, and people are unfamiliar with their quarterback does say a lot about the way the college Man, football season is going. Don't get me started on Notre Dame. <laughs> hey, okay. say DJ's name again, Key. Which DJ Agagalua? <laughs> DJ Khaled? You just go with that. Just DJ call Khaled. That. Go with call that. I love you trying to say it really fast, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you that, say it. You say it. DJ Agagalua. Ah, oh, that was bad. Okay. Now we're even. <laughs> All right, we get, we, okay, okay, you're one of those. I All get right. it. You, right. I can see you calling the game, really calling his name, standing everywhere. You know, DJ Ugalea. I can see you doing <laughs> yes. it. When we come back from breaks, make sure I know what the bump music is and who sang it. I should say, and, uh, speaking of DJ Khaled, 
And another. This is for you. And another one. And another one. See, I'm always the one word off. I was one word off this morning on the song, too. Sorry, we didn't get to tell the podcast. Your cool points are still intact. Don't worry. I got you, dog. (laughs) They're not many, but they are intact. By the way, just for Jay, 51 and a half is the spread on the game. And believe it or not, 51 and a half over under Notre Dame Clemson. 51 and a half over under. Okay, that's that's all right. Spread five and a half. Clemson. So Notre Dame is yeah. a five I'm and a half point that. dog yeah. at home. And you yeah. kinda like the Irish Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking No, that young Q B though, DJ is legit though. No question. He, he's legit. It's not you don't I'm not taking anything away from Trevor Lawrence. But that dude there, man, some of the stuff he can do it, with his arm and his body, like like Coach Brian Kelly said, he doesn't need an offensive line to protect him. I know there are no fans. If he pulls that game and he wins that game, wow. Like that's impressive. For, for DJ if he's able to complete that yeah, task. Yeah, freshman quarterback. Yes. Last thing before we get to the calls, it took him basically a half to figure it out. I'm not saying Boston College are world beaters under first-year coach Jeff Halfley, yeah, but, you know. but it's an ACC team. You haven't seen live bullets in the opposition, and basically he had one half to figure it out, and he did it. And he probably had knots in his stomach, a little nervous and stuff, and he figured it out, and he got it done. Who wouldn't be in that spot? All right, let's And another. One. And another get it, one. Get it right. He forgot William. the one. Get it right. Seriously. Unbelievable. Let's go to the Dr. Pepper call in line this morning. We're at, uh, take it or shake it, by the way, quickly. Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, click, Granger.com slash safety or just stop by. You can take it or shake it on Daniel Jones or Dwayne Haskins. We're asking you this morning on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN or at KeyJNZ on Twitter if you prefer. Bottom line, is it going to be Daniel Jones or or Dwayne Haskins. Who made the bigger mistake? The Washington football team or the New York Giants? Let's head to the Dr. Pepper call-in line. We will begin this morning with Tanisha in Columbus. Good morning. Haskins or DJ? Hang on. What up, T? Hey, T, I was just about to say, Nish, how do you spell your name? Just want to make sure we got it right. Okay. T-O-N-I-S-H-A. Okay, I just want to make sure we got it right. That's all. All right. (laughs) Some people call me phony for short. Okay. Um, I would say Washington got it wrong. But this is why I would say Washington got it wrong. Um, Just like Jay said, you can't put it all on Haskins because you have to remember there were reports that there was conflict on who they wanted to take. And you went with they went with the owner's pick instead of the owners and the coaches trying to come to an agreement on who to take. And sometimes we know that by doing that, when you know that everybody doesn't want you, especially your coach, yes, you should be able to rise above it. But like y'all said, you know, his age, his immaturity level, he probably didn't know how to handle that. So he was handled. Absolutely. Did we cut her off? What happened? I feel Washington messed up all around. Great stuff. No, you're you're, great. No, honest that she's on point about that. When you when you are dealing with a young kid that can't handle things the way that he needs to, and you don't have people in your corner that you can rely on, whether it's your coaches, whether it's your agents that don't know how to handle the situation, sometimes you can get caught in a twist. And also, you know, for the organization, if there's not somebody to put their arm around you and say, "Come on, young fella," it could be very lonely for people coming from college. Like, think about college, Key. Like, you're around all your boys, team yeah, environment oh yeah, all the time. Then all of a sudden you become a pro. People going home to their families. Like, you don't have the same kind of camaraderie that you would have had on the collegiate camp. Why are you oh, laughing, yeah. kid? No, because I, when you start talking about it, it just took me back to when I got drafted by the Jets and I was young. 
And then I was thinking in my mind, we brought in some veteran receivers and veteran players around me. But you said put your orb around and go home to your families and stuff. I'm like, no, nah, they weren't going home to no, no. families. <laughs> next topic. <laughs> oh, next topic. And <laughs> the last thing for Tanisha, a great point that she made. Look, when your coach, your first coach doesn't want you, when Jay Gruden, <laughs> Jay Gruden tried to keep his job. He's not going to play a young guy, so he never yeah. had a chance from the start. Fresh start. We'll see what happens. I'm going to make sure I spell this right. We spelled Tanisha. Ray, oh, gosh. R-A-Y in Texas is on ESPN Radio this morning. Go ahead, Ray. That's right. That's right. Hey, man, uh, first things first, Key, you were part of one of the biggest decisions I ever had to make in my life as a young man. Oh, as, man. as a kid, I should say. Which one and was that? That was, the choice, that was the choice between becoming a Giant fan or a Jet fan. Oh. I was always a fan of both coming out of Queens. I was like, you know, I, I love football. I love my teams, both the New York teams. And I was like, man, I really like Keyshawn Johnson as a player, and I really want to lean towards the Jets. But at the end of the day, I love Lawrence Taylor Moore. You made the right decision, right? You made the right decision. Appreciate it, man. You made the right decision. Appreciate it, As far as the question, I, hey, hey, Keith, you, you, you one of the best, bro, all time. For real, for real. Okay, Ray. Okay, Ray. It's go. Don't let it go to his head, Ray. You told him how great he is once. You My head is not going to explode. That has happened many times. It's not going to explode. <laughs> I thought you said your family doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Zubin's loosening up. What's up, Ray? <laughs> So I'll tell you guys. As far as your question is concerned, I thought it was a thought it was a, a not not a great question, man. Come on now. One is still on the field. One is not. And that's not to knock the kid, Dwayne Haskins, all the way. But who made the bigger mistake is Washington. When you have a quarterback you drafted in the first round, pick number fifteen overall, and he's not even on the field at all no more. He's number three on the uh, on the depth chart. And I, I don't put the whole blame on Washington. I put some of it on Haskins as well. I felt like he was jaded before before the draft even started. When it came to the endorsements, when it came to him being on Madden, I felt like the kid was already feeding into his own hype before he was even drafted. That's and fair. That was part of his downfall as well. No, that's, that, 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 no, late, that's fair. No, that's fair. A lot a lot of times you fall into the hype, you you look at things different. And again, it's not all on Haskins. It's some of it is on the organization and when you don't get a fair shake People from the outside, they come in and they have a narrative about who you are in the first place, whether it's the offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, the head coach, because there's people inside the organization that feel a certain way about you, too, with their little whispers. There's no question about it. And you could just say if you want to pick Jones, the best rationale is probably they reached for him at six. Would he have been there later? If you want to go with Jones, that's probably the argument you need to make. Still to come, Adam Schefter with late-breaking news that he broke this morning, yet another NFL facility has been shut down today for the day. All the details next on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. And let's get right to it and bring in Adam Schefter on the Shell Pennzoil performance line to perhaps add a little perspective. Just the latest facility. Obviously, the Titans had a protracted absence. Teams like the Colts were just down for a day. And as Adam said, the Texans for the day. He joins us this morning. Adam, anything more you can add from your contacts? Well, good morning, Zubin. We've seen this happen before. We see it happen on an almost daily basis now around the NFL. The Colts are having practice, even though someone from the staff of Indianapolis has been sent home today due to the COVID protocols. The Texans are dealing with that, shutting down their facility today and working virtually. We saw what happened in San Francisco yesterday with the 49ers shutting down their facility the day before they host the Green Bay Packers tonight on Thursday Night Football. This is our new reality. This is the world of the NFL where it happens on an almost daily basis. And Whereas this used to incite some hysteria early in the season, is the game going to be on? Is the game going to be played? I think we've come to understand how this works. The teams take the necessary precautions. They hope to contain the spread of the virus. They hope the individuals are okay. And the games go on, by and large. Unless there seems to be some outbreak, that is something the NFL struggles to control. The games continue, and I would imagine that will be the case in Houston, but obviously the league and the Players Association will be monitoring the situation. Adam, you're correct. The games do go on. And speaking of a game tonight, the San Francisco 49ers, the Green Bay Packers, Green Bay had some issues of their own as well as the 49ers. What do you think in terms of the deadline, the trade deadline, what are you hearing that when the Packers didn't make any moves on the offensive side of the ball as well as defense? Uh, Key, I think there was a lot more talk to what the Packers were doing than what the Packers actually did. Uh, They usually are not an overly aggressive team around the trade deadline. They make calls like other teams. They do their diligence like other teams. But Matt LaFleur, the Packers coach, said this week that he didn't think anything got close. And I'm going to take him at his word. My understanding is that nothing got close as well. And so there were conversations. They were checking on players. They were seeing if they could add help. But don't forget, it looks like they're going to be getting back Alan Lazard here pretty soon. So that will be an added wide receiver who was playing very well before he got hurt. And if you mix him in with Devontae Adams and Marquez Veldez-Scantling and all these other players that they have in Green Bay, it's not like they're bereft of weapons. Could they use more help? Sure. What team couldn't? But I don't think the Packers got as close, and I don't think there was as much movement as there was conversation about what they were doing. Adam, what's the latest on Matthew Stafford? Here's what happened, Kay. Basically... On Monday, he came into contact with a non-team member and then was deemed a high-risk close contact to someone who did have the virus. And so he was placed on reserve COVID-19. He's not practicing this week. He has to go through five days of testing where he tests negative. Assuming he tests negative, which again, we'll find out here in the coming days, then he would be eligible to come off the reserve COVID list this weekend and play against the Minnesota Vikings. If one of those tests comes back positive, being that he was in contact to somebody, then it would be Chase Daniel, who's taking the reps this week as the Lions' starting quarterback. But as of right now, I think they think, they believe, 
that they'll get back Stafford this weekend, and he'll be facing the Vikings, albeit in a week in which he didn't go through any practice. Shefty, how do teams pull this off, right? I've been hearing this about the 49ers once they shut down the facilities. Hey, we're, we're going through everything virtually. I would assume for Matthew Stafford, going through everything virtually. How does that actually work virtually <laughs> and then just coming in and playing the game? Well, they're, they're going through meetings in Zoom sessions the way that they would be going through meetings in person, Jay. And so whatever they do in meetings, and Key would know that better than I, but whatever they're going through, assignments and tendencies and game plans, they're, they're just doing it on the computer like so many of us are doing computers. We at ESPN, we have production meetings on the computer instead of having them in person the way we used to. And it's the same thing for these football teams and so many people in society today, they're doing conference calls. Meetings that would happen in person are being held virtually. And so it's no different for these football teams. They're going over everything in these meetings that they would be in person. It's just on the computer. So what's the latest buzz around the Cow- Cowboys' decision to possibly start Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert at the quarterback position? Well, they want to go through the week. They want to take a look at both quarterbacks. They want to see what they have. Garrett Gilbert was with the team this summer. Cooper Rush was with the team in the past. Now, my sense, just a guess, a guess would be that it's Cooper Rush because he's got a little bit more experience with that team. And after seeing Ben DiNucci, a guy making his first NFL start on Sunday night, I think they feel a little bit more comfortable in that regard. But again, maybe Garrett Gilbert will impress them enough during the week to win the job. Bottom line here, whether it's Gilbert or Rush, This will be the Dallas Cowboys' fourth different starting quarterback in the past month. Now, if you are starting four different quarterbacks, I don't care which team it is, you're in trouble. And if you're doing your fourth quarterback against the Pittsburgh Steelers, good luck with that. Like, that's not exactly a recipe for success in the NFL, going to your fourth different quarterback against the Pittsburgh Steelers and trying to keep keep alive your dwindling playoff hopes in the NFC East. Adam, I know you, you hate me for this, but I got to do it, and you'll probably punch me when you see me. What's going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco now that he's down for at least six games? And Adam, moving we got about, forward in the future? About 30 seconds here. Well, you got a situation here where basically uh, he still is going through opinions. If he needs surgery, he's out for the year. I think with the situation, I'd be surprised to see him play again this year. And if he's not playing again this year, I think that puts the 49ers in a situation during the offseason where they're evaluating all the quarterback options, whether they want to keep Jimmy G or whether there's a better alternative out there. And I think it's been pretty clear that John Lynch and Kyle Shannon, particularly Lynch, has a great eye for talent. Adam will keep us updated throughout the day on what's developing here with the Texans and the closure of their facility. Adam, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Again, no money owed to Garoppolo next year. You called it the rollover contract, $2.8 million in a dead cap hit, which would be minimal a pittance by NFL standards. That's nothing. You swallow that and keep it moving. If you feel that's not your guy, just pay it. Cut bait. On the way, we just heard about Adam's thoughts on Danucci and Rush and Gilbert. So why would the Cowboys bench a guy that started a game for two guys that have never done that at all? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.